Welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you, my friend, my warrior? Are you doing a little better this week? I certainly hope so. I've been thinking a lot about you this week. We're coming into the holiday season, and I hope you had an opportunity to listen into my podcast last week just about that. It's not an easy time, by no means. And if this is the first season without your loved one, I know it can be really difficult. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the gift of Thanksgiving. In the United States this week, we celebrate Thanksgiving, a day to be grateful for all of our blessings. Some say this day is uniquely American when the pilgrims who came from overseas to this new land sat together with American Indians to share their first meal together. Whether the story is exactly accurate, one can only go with the history as we know it, but the sitting down with those we love at least one day a year and acknowledging our blessings of having each other by our side is a great gift. And by the way, if your country doesn't celebrate a special day each year like our Thanksgiving, you are perfectly welcome to adopt ours, because it's a lovely day. Here it happens each fourth Thursday in November, but make yours whatever day you want. Those of us who are grieving can attest much more so than others to how important it is to recognize our blessings, not only on Thanksgiving, but each day throughout the year. We know how desperately we wish they were still with us to celebrate the holidays. And that is why from the beginning of my podcast and at the end of each episode since, I've encouraged you to write five things each evening in your gratitude journal so you will fall asleep to positive, uplifting thoughts to soothe you. So let's look at some things we can be grateful for this week and all year long. Celebrate each other. Who among your family and friends honors you and treasures you? I always say, spend your time with those who treasure you, not tolerate you. We already knew who we preferred to spend time with before our special loved one died, but after they died, it became even more clear. We have less tolerance for nonsense after we lose someone we love. With others, it can be their poor character, their lies, their abuse. But now, these are all things that we no longer have time for. 
there is nothing wrong with leaving these relationships and friends behind. Your job is to surround yourself with as much peace as possible at this point in your life. Family and friends may not like you now because they always expected so much of you, but so be it. It's hard to act like you did before, hard to be the person you once were. You just can't do that anymore, and putting on a mask for their benefit isn't going to do it. It is very important that you take care of your own mental health and not feel guilty about it. If others around you are also grieving, they will understand your need for peaceful time just for yourself, just as they do. You all need to express your desires and honor that in each other. Next, you must honor your health. We don't understand the value of our mental, emotional, and physical health until it is impaired. Your well-being is paramount. Without it, we only compound our grief with additional ailments. What can we do to help ourselves now? Perhaps reduce sugar intake, eat more cleanly, whole foods, move about more, often with deep breathing during long walks. Can you swim, enjoy sports, hike, do yoga or Pilates to stretch your body? Can you take vitamins to build your immune system? What other things can you be grateful for? Well, let's look. Our pets and the joy and laughter they bring us. If we don't have one, maybe we can consider getting a dog or cat. A wonderful little guy or gal to cuddle up with. To pet. To love. There is nothing more wonderful than being greeted by a dog who is all excited to see us when we arrive home at the end of the day. If we can have a pet of our own at this time, is there a neighbor or family member or friend who you could visit and have the ability to play with their pet or even babysit for their cat or dog when they are away on business or vacation? Also, if you are fortunate to have young children or grandchildren, it is delightful to see the look on their faces as they look at something new or learn something new for the first time. And of course, they will be overjoyed with a present from you. Taking small presents to those you love, even those you work with, or to a neighbor, says I'm thinking of you and you mean so much to me. Additionally, music can fill us with thankfulness. Whether it's calm or screaming loud at home, Dance all around your house and bring yourself joy. When I started my podcast almost a year ago now, I really wanted to end each episode on a high note. I wanted you to feel a bit lighter after each message about such a heavy topic. This is why I wanted peaceful music as we started and some dancing, uplifting music at the end. And I'm believing that you are dancing, either on your feet or in your chair, 
at the end of each episode. There are so many other little things to be thankful for. Healthy food, a roof over our head, clean sheets, good friends who care for us, and of course, hugs and embraces. The ability to learn something new either by reading a book, taking a course, either online, maybe in person, maybe, (laughs) even personally from a friend, trying a new recipe for a meal, or baking something you have wanted to experiment with for a long time. Also, can you volunteer or help someone in your area who could really use your help, either financially or with your muscles or simply with your friendship? Could you mow the lawn or plow the driveway or bring a meal to an ill neighbor? There are plenty of neighbors who are alone. Is it possible to befriend them and see how and what they may need help with? They may have no family living nearby and perhaps they cannot travel this year to see family members. Investigate who in your area is isolated and could use your love, hugs, and attention. And if you are gathering on Thanksgiving, it might just make everyone's day to have that individual grace your table, sharing their stories and memories from their life. I remember some of our favorite holiday dinners where we'd invite individuals who were members of our bereavement support groups, whose children had been murdered and their spouse had already died. They basically had no one. It made us feel really good to have them with us, and I so loved listening to their life stories and travels. We already knew our own family stories. So here we got to learn about wonderful faraway countries and how people live there, hearing both happy and sad times and all about their families and how they grew up when they were young. I found it all quite fascinating about their traditions and their holidays and how they celebrated in different parts of the world. Another idea is taking a drive to somewhere you've never been and just enjoying nature. Some place where you can visit a lake, a forest, the ocean, even the mountains. An opportunity to smell the sea or the forest and all the beautiful trees. Having the ability to see a waterfall or other beautiful parts of nature which can calm your soul. So this Thanksgiving Day, whether you can enjoy dinner with very special people you love, face-to-face, around the dinner table, or through digital platforms where you can raise your glass together and have conversations via the computer screen while you're having your dinner alone at home. Remember that being thankful for all we have versus all we don't have is key to our happiness and good mental, emotional, and physical health. If your country doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, well, as I said, you are welcome to adopt our holiday. We'd love you to. Before dinner here, many of us say grace. We take the time to thank God for all we have before we eat the special foods that we have prepared.
Many of us also then go around the table to each person and give them an opportunity to express what they are especially thankful for this year. It's such a wonderful tradition. So this week, remember your special loved one who died, even with all the tears running down your cheeks and your nose all stuffed up. Say their name out loud and share stories about them during dinner. It will keep their memory alive. As we are thankful this week for all we have, I am especially thankful for you, for taking the time to listen in each week, and for learning more about this very deep subject, which I know is not easy for you. But you're an amazing person, and I send you my love. This is a hard time, we know. But you're going to be okay. You really are. So now, let's get up and dance. And I know it still sounds silly to you, but just do it anyway for me, okay? being with me today. Remember to write five things each night in your journal that you are grateful for. As we move into the holiday season, pick up my book on holiday grief, which you can find on my website, marymac.info. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me and share it with those who may benefit from it, as well as support it on my site if you can. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.